Ooh, I actually have a funny story regarding music that happened at work. Ooh, tell me. Lay it on me. So my supervisor likes to um, pull up a, a Bluetooth speaker and then put on a playlist. Go, what do you guys want to listen to? And then put it on as he leaves so that we can get to our work. And he he tries to give everybody a chance, like everybody a shot. And most of the people there are talkative, but there's like the quiet ones like me and some other guy. Uh-huh. And I mean, I have my headphones in. I'm listening to my own thing. So I'm like, I don't care what you put on. Yeah, it I don't literally need to doesn't participate. matter to me. And uh, so the quiet guy like pined up and he said, Disney show tunes. Oh, no, he did not. He did. And the guy's oh, like, God. and the guy's like, yeah, okay, everybody into that. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. very politely going, uh-huh. And so <laughs> Disney show tunes play. And I'm listening to, to my podcast and stuff. And I'm like, between episodes of like uh, Adventure Zone and uh, I... I hear the music playing. It's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang halfway through. And I look up and this guy has headphones in. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I just kept thinking, this what a... motherfucker just doomed everyone. What a fucking Disney thug move. Tunes and then fucking yeeted his own brain out of it. That's fucking hilarious. The guy's my hero. I've never spoken to him. He's great. Yeah, that's goddamn comical. <laughs> that guy's my hero. I've never spoken to him. It's like the meatball lady. It's a type of vindictive. Oh, she's your hero? Yeah, I mean, her shit was pretty funny. We're doing Ribs Giving this year. Um, and Brittany's mom is like super into it. I don't know mm-hmm. why she's just now into it. But well, like Brittany was explaining it to her and... She- she probably never thought she could leave the turkey-shaped prison she was trapped in. Yeah. Brittany was, like, explaining it, like, oh, yeah, we're doing ribs giving. And she's like, what's, what's that? And she's like, we do ribs instead of turkey because turkey's gross. And then she's, like, listing off all of the copy-paste reasons I've given for turkey. <laughs> and Brittany's mom was like, yeah, turkey does suck. What are we doing? Yeah. Look, you made a convert. Yeah, I know. It's, it's great. She's Yeah, that was... I just did uh, like a family Friendsgiving deal when I visited my family in Southern California last week. And you will be happy to know that we enjoyed very delicious ribs. Yes. yes. But also like three deep fried turkeys. Oh. <laughs> there was, I want you to know the ribs went quickly and there was still like three turkey carcasses when I left. Three deep fried turkeys. So... I think it was three. There was at least two that were fried. The third one might have been an oven turkey, but I'm pretty sure it was also fried. That's crazy. It was a lot of fucking. It was an unnecessary quantity of turkeys, considering how many ribs were also made. One is an unnecessary amount of turkeys. Yeah, I can agree. Look, I'm just saying, like, everybody has their tastes, and you can like turkey. That's fine. But you find me one person out there who. Who, who places turkey and ribs on the scales and if they come out yeah. saying I prefer turkey over ribs that person belongs in space yeah I feel like unless you have that um that tick that makes it so that you're allergic to red meat you have no excuse for that decision 
Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage. And this is our off-brand podcast. The only pop culture podcast to refuse to talk about Taylor Swift out of fear of her fandom. <laughs> you ever heard of Taydu? Taydu Hexes? No, thank what you. The, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not making it up, and I'm not talking about it. Google it. <laughs> Taylor Swift is great. Leave us alone. Each week, we play Russian roulette with our success, but not with our success of avoiding Taylor Swift fan fanatics. And we spin a wheel to find out the genre of the next week's podcast. This week, we are covering pop culture, specifically music, because uh, I don't know about you, but I fucking love music. Yeah, I actually... I have to be honest with you, I went through a weird period of time in my life, and granted I was like a small child, where I did not, I didn't dislike music, but I didn't, at the time, I think I was, we'll call it, you know, eight or something, and my sister was 13, and she was all super into music, and the second she heard the first couple seconds of a song, she could name you the artist and the song name amateur instantly right off the bat. And eight-year-old me was sitting there thinking, I am not at all into music this much in any way, shape, or form at this point in my life. So I was worried I was going to be someone who did not enjoy music, and it was just sort of background sounds to me. Um, I've evolved. I mean, you, We're not you that probably person just, anymore. You probably just hadn't found the music for you yet. I think a little bit that intermixed with, I think as you grow up, you have more of a connection to the songs that you're listening to. Yeah. Whereas eight-year-old me is probably not sympathizing so much about like love lost and hard feelings, you know? Oh, I mean, there's, there's so many songs out there and they're not all about love lost and stuff like that. I know. I just mean it's, you know, harder to... Right. Like... I guess bond with the music if you haven't felt super yeah, crazy deep emotions. I mean, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're eight years old, I mean, when I was eight years old, like I only got into music that other people were listening to to like fit in. So my uh, exposure to music was 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 just from those around me. It was it was my environment. So that's and a lot of that has carried over to my adulthood. Where like I'll listen to a song I used to listen to, and I hear it in a completely different way, and go, "That sucks. I had no taste," or I, <laughs> I find meaning that I didn't before. Like one of my favorite yeah. things about music, I love covers. I love covers um, because some it allows covers are so good. Some covers are so good, and it also allows like it depends uh, on because some covers are adaptations of a different emotion. Like mm-hmm. how how this it, is true? Yeah, uh, the biggest example I could think of, and everybody else is already shouting at me, uh, is Johnny Cash's "Hurt," which mm-hmm. you know of. That's not his song, as you know. Yeah. It, it belongs to Nine Inch Nails. And it's it's such a different song. And even Trent Reznor like, watched the music video and he even said like he made that his own song. Because it completely is. Is Both the songs, the lyrics are the same. Uh, it's Melody is the same. It's, it's, but it is a completely different message. Where like Nine Inch Nails is more of a uh, passionate anger. You can have it all like very emotional and Johnny Cash's is almost like retrospective kind of downtrodden 
like you can mm-hmm. have it all. It's it's they're completely different songs with completely different tempos and emotions. And one thing I like is that everyone can listen to a song and translate it differently to them based on their own experience. Yeah. yeah I, it's, I mean, it brings in the whole complexity of how we communicate language because it's not just the words that are communicated, right. which is why you end up having, you know, beef over email and texting or trying to put in a lot of exclamation points. So people don't know you're mad and shit. <laughs> um, because there's, there's a whole form of nuance where you're not getting the tonality of the message at all. And you're just assuming you're trying to fit one into the message. Cause uh, if somebody asks you, how are you? You can answer. I'm fine. I'm fine. That, yeah. Or like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, there's so many different options. Have you seen that key and peel skit? Mm-mm. Where like um, uh, Keegan like messages Jordan and he's like, like, hey, I thought we were supposed to meet up tonight. And then, like, Jordan, like, looks at it and he's like, oh, yeah, man, whatever. And then he gets a text that says whatever. And he goes, whatever, whatever. And he gets progressively more upset. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to go? And he's like, uh, yeah, I do want to go. Oh, okay. It's, now it's you want to I, I hella, I hella recommend it. <laughs> but it's because it is completely just misreading the situation and and yeah absolutely you're, uh, I you're like missing the, a key component of communication yeah i mean th- that's why a lot of people will just use lol like even though nothing's mm-hmm. funny is lol because yeah, it's casual it's like, meant to nope, like this is okay it's like this is a marker like saying hey this is we're, we're lighthearted mm-hmm. here uh reddit adopted the backslash s the sarcastic because yes, otherwise just... you'll get downvoted to hell and you're like what I said wasn't serious. You guys are stupid. Yeah, and you can't read sarcasm. Yeah, I I always find that really interesting because this pulls away from music a little bit, but um, in certain languages, like especially I feel like in Asia, like in Japan and Korea and China, like the intonation of how you say something, it could be the same exact word, but if you say it, like oh, in a yeah. slightly oh, higher yeah. pitch or lower pitch, it can be the difference between being like, I love you and you're the deepest form of connection I have in the world versus fuck you twat waffle. Get out of my Nine house. Nine times out of 10, it's even more nuanced than that. Like there's words of how to like up, like to say the same thing to a senior versus a child versus mm-hmm. your spouse, like the same word. Yeah. But slightly different. Yeah. And, and we have that in with inflection instead. And it, oftentimes gets mistranslated because America is so big and the lexicon is so scattered that everybody, every kind of like little pocket of the States have their own kind of dialect for things. Mm-hmm. Like I know that, I mean, like is, is one of them. I say that a lot. Um, but another one for me is uh, I usually, I don't, I don't use like, gender pronouns I, I i say i call everybody girl i call everybody bro i call everybody dude yeah dude everybody, yeah. yeah like and I, I just do that and it it means nothing to me and then like when i've been online i'll be like like chill out dude and then somebody be like i'm not a dude i'm a girl and it's like, I'm like this word yo. has no <laughs> gender binary for me it is this just shit is word. unisex i apologize i didn't mean any disrespect <laughs> yeah I don't regardless of what you are and what your journey is good for you you do you but like know that um 
Because I've, I've, I've spoken to people that I used to know that were girls, and I'd be like, hey, girl. But I do that with Roy, too. I do that with everybody. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I actually don't identify with girl anymore. And I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. I'll, I didn't mean it like that, but sure, I'll adopt whatever you want me to. I don't care. It means nothing to me. Yeah, well, and that's, I feel like, the thing that gets lost for some people is, like, I don't, like, it doesn't do anything to me to alter that, like, small minutia of how I speak. Right. So I don't understand why it's such a big deal for some people to just, you know. Well, I mean. Just, like, it's it's not a, uh, no, 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 I mean, like, it's not a big deal to change that part of the conversation. Like, it's not creating some crazy different dynamic to refer to somebody by a preferential name or pronoun. It do- it doesn't affect you really. Absolutely. It absolutely does not. But I think that for a lot of people, it's this narrative that uh, it's this woke media left that's, that's being pushed down their throats and everybody's the enemy because they were told that everybody's the enemy. Uh, trust me, I don't care about your stuff like not in the I don't care what bad things happen to you. It's just like I don't care to make bad things happen to you, you know? Like it's all in yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely I don't know, I feel like it's um it's kind of main character syndrome Dude, anytime yeah. I hear somebody talk about it. Where yes. it's mind boggling to watch somebody do all these mental gymnastics to make this very small request suddenly an affront to their entire like being is so absurd. Well, I mean, part, part of it might, might, might not be, but part of it might be that it's putting the spotlight on them that, Hey, what you're doing is wrong. And to be fair, a lot of the people on the other side can, say it in a way that makes it seem like it's a negative thing like as i've said i've i've called people dude and had people get really upset at it and i mean Mm -hmm. they didn't know that i was doing it without uh yeah without an attachment yeah it it, but at the same time like i did feel a little bit like they were coming for me because of uh, just how they reacted and yeah well and that's the the whole concept of there has to be a certain amount of human sympathy on both sides for a conversation to be effective because if i don't have sympathy for your request and you don't have sympathy or grace for me to make a mistake on occasion so long i feel like so long as each party is actually trying but yeah no i get what you're saying of the the coming in hot and heavy about any topic with anybody is not generally very effective because people don't tend to change their minds or take into consideration what you're saying when you come in with aggressive energy. Yeah. There's like a whole scientific studies about how it actually makes people want to double down their original thinking because this new idea that's being presented to them is being presented to them with such aggressively negative energy that yes. they're not interested in it. Yes. I mean, it also doesn't help that they were told that these people are the bad guys. Like, I yeah. enjoy, I, I really, I really like the how nowadays we just have the oh hello, my name is Nathan. Uh, he him is my pronoun, and that's mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. Like that kind of gives like that sets the tone of like okay, so your 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 identify as that. That's cool, great, whatever. Yeah, it makes it easier not. But to... But then you know, a lot of people are really upset about that just because they were told on the news to hate it. Like, have you seen that guy yelling about pronouns on Starfield? 
No. It's such a good video. This this guy, this British guy, by the way, uh, at least I think he's British. He's playing Starfield, and it gets to the, he's making his character, and it gets to the point where it asks his pronouns, and he's just like, "It's boring," and he gets so upset about it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, I think every game has had that. Like maybe not, yeah. maybe not the are you a he him or she her. Like it's always been like, are you a male or female? Like those are yeah. pronouns. This thing has existed in video games forever. If you make a yeah, character, well, <laughs> that's it. Yep. Yeah, and it's a while ago. Uh, the game started switching to where your character's physical representation doesn't have any difference based off of your original like option. Yeah, I mean, in Baldur's Gate, either. in Baldur's Gate, you could have like a guy voice uh, with a, a girl body and identify as neither. Yeah, well, and that's um, Sims a long time ago. Cyberpunk has something kind of like that. Yeah, well, and, and Sims a long, long time ago added the you can be um, like a male presenting Sim, but be able to get pregnant and things like that. Neat. Yeah, and that was. Oh my god! Like forever ago that that became an option. Because yeah. when did Sims Four come out? I I don't play Sims. I don't fucking know. I just found Sims anyway, long, boring. Long time. I this is how I play Sims. I play really aggressively. Oh, oh really? For a brief period of time. Sometimes that's four hours. Could be two weeks. But all I do is create Sims and their houses. So I just do a bunch of architecture and people creation. And then I promptly play the game. Once I've decided I'm sick of those two things, I play the game for all of about five minutes, get bored, and then turn it off for another three years. Anyway, let's um, let's talk about some music. Yeah. I was going to say, I have a music-related question for you. Oh, yeah, sure. So, if a song played every time you did something... Yes, the answer is the- yes. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. So I have a question. You have to Wait, choose finish one the question. Song. Finish the question. Yeah, you have to choose one song and the the lyrics like some of the lyrics can change. Um, but I think like do you know what I'm talking about when I say like the main lyric, like the heart of the song? The chorus. Yeah. Or like, or the, the main motif, yes. Some yeah, songs the main don't really motif, have a chorus, yeah. Yes. The main motif would remain, but some of the lyrics can be altered to match that would and they would match the task that you're doing what would be your choice of song is it a wait so what was the actual song is or what's what's the actual question is it a song that's always so playing i'm asking if you had a song that plays every time you do something the main motif stays the same but the lyrics would match whatever activity you're doing right what song would you choose um the hard part about this question is I have such a hard time narrowing down my favorite song, just generally. I have a hard time nailing down my favorite genre. Well, and I don't even recommend picking your favorite song because you're now going to hear it four billion times I was thinking, for the rest of your life. I was thinking the Final Fantasy victory theme. Every time I did something, like, <laughs> that's so that's so cool. Is that one, I take it that one's instrumental? Yes, so if you had to pick a song that has yes. lyrics, because that's the challenge that I really want to propose. Because I feel like easily you could choose some fantastic orchestra piece, and I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure you'd get sick of it because you hear it every time you do stuff. But 
feel like it would take longer to get annoyed with that. Um, I really don't know. Because I, I, I go through like musical like seasons mm-hmm. where I'm like, like one song is like, this is my jam. I'm listening to this every day. I hate this song now. I never want to listen to it again. But yep. I'll pick it up a year later and be like, I can't believe I forgot about this song. It's so fucking good. <laughs> so like if you ask me every month, I would have a different answer every month. And I think that's the problem. So that makes me want to say no. If I can't have like an instrumental, if I can't have some like Yasunori Mitsuda's uh, compositions, then eh, back out. So the way that I came up with this question was because um, when I wake up in the morning for a very long time, it's not so much now, but there were several years where the way that I knew I wasn't going to be able to go back to sleep or go back into relaxing and it was just time to get up for the day was because I would get a song stuck in my head. Yeah. And once that happened, and it would happen every single morning, and the second that happened, there was no sleeping in, going back to bed, doing anything. It was, all right, it's time to get up and start the day. Um, But I had that happen for the first time in a while recently, and it was, it's my life. And every time I did something, the lyrics of the song in my head would change. (laughs) So it'd be like, it's my life. It's now or never. I, 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 I'm I don't on, really want to make familiar, soup forever. I'm familiar with Bon Jovi's works. You don't need to. You don't need to regale me. Yeah. Um. But that's so. That's that's my song. By the pure obligation of I experienced. I mean, it I don't an think entire morning. I don't think like whole albums, sure, but like songs specifically, I don't know. I do have, like, where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll have, like, a new recent song that I'm listening to will be stuck in my head. And uh, that happens all the time, but it's – yeah, I, I don't I, want I gotta, this fate. No, I, like, I gotta I, say, I respect if I had music a choice, too much. hell no. No, I, I think even if you don't give a shit about music, you know how annoying it would be to hear the same song every time you're doing something? That's insanity. Not to mention, like – the big one. Because I was just thinking, uh, Cody Ko has a song called Bop It. It's literally a bop. And I was thinking that might be the closest because it is such a it's it's such it's such a upbeat song and it's about the the game Bop It or about getting a blowjob. It's up to interpretation. <laughs> but it's it's um it's it's they're playing Bop It in the background, and I'm like thinking that could just be like that's where the lyrics will come in about like what you're doing. But then mm-hmm. I was thinking, I feel like that song would be very bad when I'm visiting like my grandma with cancer <laughs> in the hospital. I mean, like if you're, not, I need if you're, more details. I mean, like if you're in the hospital and you're like, "Oh, grandma, I'm sorry," and like Bop, it's just playing nonstop in your head. Like, <laughs> come on, inappropriate. <laughs> uh, Bop, it is is be- one of the 2023 songs that are is one of my favorites. I've been listening to it nonstop. I have not heard that, so it's I will good. have to. I will have to listen to it uh, after we're done recording. More specifically, there's a whole album I want to talk about. Okay. Yes. Hit me. So, um, now, listener, I know you're a lot like me in a lot of ways. I'm sure you're doing Christmas shopping right now because as of airing, this is between Cyber Monday, Black Friday. So, Christmas shopping is happening. But I know that you're 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 already – it's been two days and you're already like, cool – Christmas music I'm kind of done with 
and you're always wondering why are there so many Christmas songs but only like three Halloween songs? Actually, yes, because I this Halloween, um, I think I was on my way to a Halloween party and was like, yeah, let's get the the Halloween jams going, and I had to think of a bunch of songs that just had. I don't know. Uh, Oingo Boingo was one. <laughs> yeah, Dead yeah. Man's Party is a very on theme song. I mean, I've I've like, got a not I've, because it's a Halloween song. I have a whole album for you now. Um, but oh hell yeah! A, a quick rant, by the way. Zombies by Cranberries, guys, is not a Halloween song. Stop putting it on no. your Halloween. It's not. It's not a Halloween song. Stop putting it on your playlist. It just has zombies in the name. <laughs> it's it's Stop a really it. dark song. Stop. Uh, I also I don't I also don't count the Monster Mash as a Halloween song. It's a song about Why? a Halloween dance. Is that not effectively hol- a Halloween song? Then? I mean, it kind of is, but it's it's a song about the Monster Mash. That's like someone creating a salsa song about the salsa dance, and you saying it's not salsa. Yeah, that that is exactly what I'm saying, and I stand by that. I also seems... don't like it. I like I like uh uh I think DJ Cumberbund was his name. He uh spliced the monster mash with uh WAP. Oh, yeah, and that's he, a good combo. Yeah, the monster that's WAP. A sig- that was yeah, a, that's it's a, a really that's good a great mix. Combo. Um no, so I forgot about that this Halloween. What's your opinion on Duran Duran? Okay, um give me a second because in my brain I know Duran Duran, and I know I've listened to a lot of Duran Duran oh, um, in my life. Yeah, but I just uh, so, need like a ah, Hungry Like the yeah, Wolf. Okay, yeah. I was hungry like, I like just the need wolf, one. Uh, View to a Kill, Rio, Girls on Film, Union of the Snake, The Reflex. Uh, 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 what else? Come Undone, Ordinary World, uh, New Moon on Monday, Notorious, Save a Prayer. I, I can't think of any def- others off the top of my head. <laughs> define what's your view? Uh, like, what specifically are you trying to get? You enjoy Duran Duran, correct? Oh my god, Rachel. Um, yeah, I mean I don't think I'm super into Duran Duran, but I'm not Well you're about to be. So (laughs) did you know that they're still making music? What? Yeah, they're still making music. They come out with an album every couple years. But so this album came out band formed in nineteen seventy eight. Yes. And they're still making music? So this album came out on the 27th of October, which was the day mm-hmm. you were visiting. So I didn't even ah. notice it. Um, Damn it. I would have loved to listen but to it. It, with feels, you. it feels like the band hosted a Christmas party and had a fully loaded playlist. And then when Halloween came around, they noticed that the playlist was like non-existent. Lacking. So they're like, we need a whole ass Halloween album. Um, Dude, fuck yeah. It's called uh, Dance Macabre. It's real fucking good. Like the old uh, symphonic poem. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's not a new thing. Lots of artists have been doing this for a bit. I know that Queen Herbie usually does a yearly Halloween album too. Uh, so that's another one to, to put up on your list. Uh, like she has songs like obituary, like bitch, Ah. (laughs) bats in the belfry. I I love her. She's great. So Duran Duran did dance macabre. By the way, it's weird that we, when we did our Halloween episode, when we're looking for the meaning of Halloween, we didn't bring up Uh dance macabre because dance macabre is, literally like this the in-between scary spooky kind of like day of the dead aesthetic where it's it's you know skeletons and ghosts and spirits but it's not mm-hmm. like scary it's also weird that we didn't bring up music at all 
But well, maybe that's because there's not a lot of there's like, music. There's not a lot. This album is... Uh, there's not a lot of albums that I can put on shuffle and not skip a single song. This is, yeah, I would agree with. There's this only a couple. There's only a couple albums. Uh, Before the Sun Goes Down by The New Respects and uh, Hot Fuss by The Killers. I'm not even that big Killers fan, but Hot Fuss is such a good album. I can listen to it nonstop. Uh, this album is real fucking good. It has six original spooky songs that are bangers in their own right. <laughs> Of six original spooky six songs. Six original spooky songs. Uh, and they do seven covers that fit, including uh, Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, um, Rolling Stone's Paint It Black, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. What? Susie and the Banshees Spellbound, uh, Serone's Supernature, and uh, Ghost Town by the Specials. Uh, they do an adaptation of Super Freak by Rick James, which is the most Duran Duran sound song i've ever heard like the beginning of it sounds like a a a, a manufactured duran duran song and then halfway through it just turns into super freak and you're like what the fuck that sounds fucking phenomenal it is good and and i honestly yeah it it, yeah, it is I'm one of my favorite albums and I've, I've been i've been brushing my teeth to this whole album <laughs> like literally yes literally i i take my morning poop brush my teeth and shower <laughs> And I'm usually <laughs> dumbed with this album. It's a pretty long album. I think it's like an hour long. How? Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. Um, and don't get upset because I guess technically it's a poop question, but you brought it up I, first. Uh, all How right. much of that hour is your shit versus your shower? Because I imagine you're not brushing your teeth for 30 minutes, though I no. could be wrong. No, I mean, um, let's see. I wake up at probably 20 minutes. Okay. But I'm also like I'm also checking my email and and stuff. It's it's yeah. It's pot time. But the 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 six songs that are original Duran Duran spooky songs are like really good. Like I said, they're they're dance macabre. Very um, they capture that feeling. By the way, I always thought it was dance macabre, and uh, when I listened to their song labeled dance macabre, and they say dance macabre in it, I had to look it up. And it's actually both. Is it not macabre? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I would imagine that macabre is probably it, the original. Yeah, like because I've heard people say macabre. That's so macabre when they're meaning like kind of like dark satire or dark humor in general. Uh, but I looked it up, and it is in in French. It is macabre, but yeah, because I was gonna say in France you don't say the ends of fucking words. Yeah, but it in it, when in translated it is macabre. Which is the I'm whole cri- which is the whole croissant thing. I was looking it up because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's French, but I looked up the word, and Google has the origin, and it's like old French, and then uh, French translation dance of death. Yes. And then there's two English translations. One is dance macabre, and the other one is dance of the mac- the macabies. <laughs> the last of the macabies. <laughs> um have uh have you ever listened to the original dance macabre um orchestral piece um define what like is i okay i'm gonna go with no because i don't know what you're talking about i mean it's it's the song it's it's i mean like if you heard it you'll probably be like i've heard that before here and there yeah i i i i think that i mean Duran Duran's been making albums, and I honestly didn't even know 
until their Halloween album came out, and I yeah, think what that the it, fuck? I think that it deserves more attention. And Queen Herbie, so- go listen to Queen Herbie too, guys. Get all of this. Maybe don't listen to it now, but just put it on in the back of your head. And then when October comes around again, put this shit on to get in the mood. Hell yeah. And look, here's the thing. Though there may only be 13 of you spread across the United States in a very small section of Russia. If each of you tells a friend and then that friend tells a friend, we've now created an entire fan base for the new Duran Duran album. See. Um, other than Duran Duran, uh, I've got some other 2023 songs that I've that I'm I'm really Ooh. into. Yeah. Okay. Um, list them because here's my thing. I get really into, I guess, a particular style of music. But yeah. then Spotify does this thing where once you've added a bunch of songs that are of a particular style and you listen to them recently, it kind of only shows you shit that is similar to that. Yeah. And then that gets fucking old. Um, (laughs) it can so I go through these weird fluctuations where I'll be listening to a ton of new music find a really cool new style that I really like and then it will go downhill where everything has become boring and I like it's not entertaining anymore it's not interesting none of my discover weekly or any new music that crops up it's all kind of the same vibe and then finally someone in my life will send me something new that's interesting and i'll just rail into that really hard yes yes uh and you you've you've added a couple things to my thing too i think double camp is what they're called yes yeah yeah. they're really good I, i i got really into them once you introduced me to them well, um, and that's one of the ones that that style of music, I still like it, but I'm hitting a point of being bored with it because it's kind of all I've been listening to. Yeah. Which, I, I'm going to open my Spotify right now because I got other music recommendations for you. Yeah. I, I've got, I've got, um, I'll, I'll, I'll like a song and I'll add it to my library and I'll put it in playlists, but I do have a mega playlist that I just throw everything into and it is. Wait. Just I have a, a question. crazy person's fucking <laughs> nightmare. Yes. So I always ask people if they make individual playlists or if they just have one dump playlist. And I have only met a couple people that have one dump playlist. Because here's my thing. I always want to be a playlist person, but I get so fucking indecisive about what I actually want to listen to that I very rarely could have a curated playlist that I'm like, yeah, okay, this is great. Um, whenever I'm interested in one of the songs on it. So instead of doing that, when I got Spotify, I have a singular things I like playlist. It has 2,522 songs on it. (laughs) And I think the only other thing that I have is shared playlists with other people or playlists that uh, my other friends have made that I'm interested in. And then that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. And and even then, like I'll, uh, I will go through moments where I'm like, I'm sick of listening to this whole band, and I have their entire discography on here, and I don't need that. Yep. And I need to stop yeah. that. Uh, but I do have well, a I do have a dump playlist, and then I do have separate playlists for like different occasions, moods, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So songs that came out this year that I've I've been listening to a lot, like just in this last week. Okay. Chapel Roan's Hot to Go. Have you heard this song? No, I'm about to make a Gamage playlist though. Yes, please. Can we start sending each other songs? Please do. So I need easier. more. I need more music in my life, and I, I'm full of music, and I need more. more. Do you listen on Spotify or a different app? I do YouTube. 
Okay. Because All right. Well, then we'll just have to send each other. Because songs. I was like the third person in the world to subscribe to YouTube Premium back when it was YouTube Red, <laughs> and I got so grandfathered in, and I'm I'm I here was for gonna life. Say, so now you have it for free because you got grandfathered in, or it's like three cents. <laughs> yeah, I um, I just hate YouTube ads so much, and I like a lot of YouTubers, and I like supporting them, and it it works that way. Um, Chapel uh, Rowan's hot to go. Chapel. Rowan? Oh, I found it. Okay. Yeah. Hot to go. It sounds like a... Is it in that album or there's... I was going to say it looks like it's just I, one song. I listened to Hot to Go. I listened to her other stuff and it was okay, but it, nothing hooked me the same. And I like this thing in this new age where you can just... I want just this song, please, thank you. Because back in the day, I'd hear a song be, that sounds so good. I'll go out and buy the album and only that song was good. It uh, happened so yeah, many I times. Had... So I feel like that usually happens where only one song on an album and it's the song that gets famous ends up being the best song on that entire album yeah. and the rest of it's either just all right or there's a couple songs that are kind of good. But m usually it's there's this one distinct song and yeah. that's why that album got famous. The only time I have ever felt that in reverse was Hozier's first album that got him super famous in 2014. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but, uh, it's the one that has take me to church on it. And that's the only, it's, I think it's literally just called Hosier. Yeah. Like, Hose the air. I, I don't like, I don't it. like, uh, take you to church, but I like every other song he does. Yes. Like he does, I was uh, gonna say, the uh, album that take me to church is from, I listened to that album and went, take me to church is objectively. And I don't mean this as like, it's a terrible song. But in comparison, I feel like it's the worst song on the album. I feel the but same it's, way. It's, it's fucking, it's also like people are always offended when I say that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about you're standing in a room of gold bars and you find like a a silver coin. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. And the thing silver coin is still a silver all. coin. It's worth a lot, but it's, you're avoiding a, the gold yeah. bars, man. Yes, exactly. Like it's it's sitting in a room of gold bars. Like I'm... I don't know, man. Like these, there's all these other songs that are absolutely fantastic. And "Take Me to Church" is a beautiful song, but holy shit, when you listen to the rest of the album, you're like, my yeah. god, this man's talented. I have that and another one. Um, so uh, I mentioned them earlier. Is the new respects? I first heard new them. Respects. Sabina introduced them to me. Uh, the song "Trouble" was all over the radio. And I'm like, this sounds pretty good. And I downloaded the album and I'm like, Trouble is the worst song on this album. Every song is so fucking good. Frightening Lightning. Ugh, I could Hell I could yeah. do everything to that. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's it's so good. Do you have you ever listened to Russ? The hip hop artist? I did have a funny conversation with a coworker. So I was suggesting this album to one of my coworkers. Um it just came out this year called Santiago. That's a really good album. Like a lot of the, because I'm a very, don't get me wrong, I like a good tune, but I'm a very lyric-based person. So if your lyrics are kind of meaningless or nothing lyrics, yeah, I, you know, I can listen to that song, but it's not going to be something that really sticks with me or is something that I listen to frequently. Like, yeah, um, yeah. There's a couple like lyrics where I'm like, if I hear a specific lyric, I'm like, come on, guys. And the biggest one mm -hmm. is rhyming hero with zero. I'm oh, over it. It's played out. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, um, I think well, uh, Callie Uchis did a song uh, where she says, if you need a hero, just look in the mirror. And I'm like, that rhymes very well. And I like that. Please do more of that, please. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, she does a telepatia and she did a song um, after the storm with Tyler, the creator. Really good. Can you say the name again? Callie Uchis or Callie. Uchis. K-A- Can you? Okay. Oh, wait, it came up. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I was spelling it wrong, but Spotify said I got you. Um, yeah, back, have, back, back to my original. Telepatia was a recommended song? Yeah, Telepatia is a really good song. All right. That's, yeah, a, that's a song that I found all, her for. I'm adding them all to a new playlist yeah. called Gamage is a Slut. <laughs> good. Um, but Chapel <laughs> Roan's the one I was talking about, Hot to Go. It sounds like a lost Cindy mm-hmm. Lauper song, and it's oh. it's really good. <laughs> I love that, a lost Cindy Lauper song. Yeah, like you put it on, and you're like, uh, this is Cindy Lauper, and it's super not. Um, uh yeah yeah she she's a brand new artist I think her album is uh, the rise and fall of a Midwest princess she's queer she's great I recommend her um, not all oh. of her songs are for me but Hot to Go is definitely a, a bop I have a really good recommendation for you okay so there's an entire multiple I mean there's multiple different articles that follow this particular um, album yeah. and I might. Uh, butcher the name but rosalia and the album is el mal carrera 2023 was a really good year for music so far um how do you feel about logic um i feel like i've definitely listened i'm sure you have a lot of people don't like logic because he's corny but i i i don't care about that kind of stuff it's like guy fieri like he's not hurting anybody i actually don't know if I'm sure I have listened to some of it. Do you I'm have sure. a song recommendation? Yes. Uh, his he, he released a song recently called Self-Medication. And like in the middle of it, Seth MacFarlane is singing. What? Seth MacFarlane, the writer and main voice actor of Family Guy, who has a beautiful what voice, the by the way. He has Does a beautiful really? voice. Dude, you haven't like like heard any of like the musical episodes of Family Guy where he's singing? He's got well, a fucking no, yeah, voice. I guess that's fair. I guess I I guess I never put two and two together that he's voicing all these characters and then singing all of these char- like yeah. these parts. And and he sings in those characters. So like sometimes he's harmonizing with himself. Like when he's Stewie and Brian yeah. singing a song together, those are two different voices that he's doing singing with himself. Yeah, it's, while singing, it's talent. yeah, that's fair. That is exceptionally. You, talented, you can sit there and actually. say Family Guy is a dumb fucking comedy show and fair and all of his movies are really bad too also fair mm-hmm. but the man has pipes for sure it, it it's a pretty good song otherwise it's got a nice beat to it uh how do you feel about greta van fleet Mm-mm-mm. hold on i'm looking up all these people as you tell me them because just write them down for now I've... you'll be here for oh no i'm uh, while we're talking about it i'm looking them up because if i don't recognize the name i try to find it somewhere uh, do you have a song recommendation? I don't know if I've actually listened to Greta Van Fleet. Uh, I do. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. Um, oh, my God. I don't remember their album. But uh, their album that came out some years ago, like 2017, I think, was 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 amazing. Uh, they got a lot of flack because they sound a lot like Led Zeppelin. Like they oh, have, really? They have the, the, he, he's pretty close to Robert Plant's voice. And they came out, and a lot of people hated them for that. The same people okay. who are like, I wish I had more Led Zeppelin. And then Greta Van Fleet comes around and people are like, ugh, why don't you find your own sound? 
I will like, say I was up. talking to was it were we talking about it recently of how I feel like metal and rock has hit this stasis yes. point where they're not evolving. Yes, yes, they're that just was sort me. of stagnant. Yeah. So you're not really getting anything new. You're just getting this stuff. That I'm a big I'm a big metalhead, or at least I was same. a big I was a big metalhead, but I I don't listen to a lot of metal these days because I feel like metal has been very stagnant. Um, but recently, yes. I've been listening to a lot of Sleep Token and Breakaway with two Ks. I feel like I've heard period. you talk about you did because they are fucking before. they're fucking real good, and I I feel like they deserve it because because they definitely push the metal. I, I think to uh, uh, a lot of people like, criticize them um, because they they have a new metal sound to them, but I I like them. Sleep um, token song recommendation. Uh 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 uh. uh the summoning. I recommend the summoning. The summoning. The summoning. Yeah. But Greta Van Fleet just came out with another um a, a new album that kind of moves away from that Led Zeppelin sound. So like they sound more original, and I'm sure people are happy about that. It's called Starcatcher. It's really good. Um, and I never okay. thought he sounded like I never thought he was like a, a one for one Robert Plant. I felt like he sounded more like Geddy Lee from Rush than Robert Plant. But like when he's when he's hitting those notes, it does sound like Robert Plant, which is not a bad thing. Let people <laughs> have things. Let let people enjoy things. All right, um, what's a another one? You? I was gonna say another one. While we're on uh, the like metal era, is if you have not listened to the Who, and I don't mean W H O, I mean H U. Yes. They're a Mongolian heavy metal band that I happenstanced my way into one evening, and they're fucking exceptionally cool. That's crazy. And they play, I want to say they play entirely, um, maybe not entirely, they 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 utilize uh, like historical Mongolian like instruments. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's really fucking cool. And yeah. they do Mongolian throat singing in, I think... Most of their songs, if not uh, a lot all. of people might recognize their songs from the uh, the Jedi, Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order. Have their yes, I forgot account. they're in that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a real good recommendation. Another recommendation mm-hmm. I have is um, a. I recommend Canons. If you're not on Canons, what are you doing? You got a list of song too. Um, for Canons, We're making that the rule. Hurricane's really good. Uh, Tunnel of You is real good. I my favorite has got to be uh, I was on fire for you. It's such a haunting song. It's so good, but it's definitely like oh, synth pop. I do think I've listened to that one. Yeah, yeah. But I just I was on fire for you is a really good one. Yeah, I just found a band the other day that I'm like, this sounds just like them. Um, called the New Constellations. New Constellations. Do you have a song? Think it over and hot blooded are really good. Um, speaking of new music, so what I like to do and what I would recommend to people listening who like to just, ha- you know, again, happenstance their way into interesting music, just figure out what venue's playing a cheap show and go. Yeah. And then you end up finding a lot of really good music that way. You're also supporting, like, small artists, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend $800 to go see Taylor Swift. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. All right. Well. Oh we no. Can just, we can just stop recording now because you're about to be abducted in like five seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you heard of Glue? G L U. Uh, yeah, but that might be from you. Uh, what's a good song? I I just found this artist. Uh, he only has like three songs. It's Glue, 
he's his real name is Michael Schumann. He's the bassist of Queens of the Stone Age, which is weird. I don't know if I know Queens of the Stone Age. Ah, oh, bitch. Um, That's another good one for me to add. But he he does a he did a collab with uh, Fantagram. If you know Fantagram. Probably, yeah. Mouthful of Diamonds, uh, When I'm Small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They also did a whole album with Big Boy from Outkast called Big Grams. That's another album I might actually listen to on Shuffle without skipping. Big Grams. It's so good. They they do uh, a... Because it is Big Boy from Outkast, and they do a song with um, Run the Jewels. It's uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Anyway... So Glue and Fantagram did a song called My Demons. That's been a frequent listen in this last week. It's a good one. It's, it's it, it might be my top song of the year so far. Ooh. That's a high accolade. It's it's got a good beat. It's got good it's got bars, it's got melody, rhythm. I love it. I yeah. I've been waking up with this song in my head like, yeah. Lyrics are a little racy. Um, oh, okay. Good to know. Have you ever listened to Japanese Breakfast? That sounds really familiar. This was another one that I just randomly bought tickets to and had never heard before. And I gotta say, it was almost disappointing to go about it that way. Because I got to the show. It was an exceptionally good show. Looked them up on Spotify afterwards. And their recorded music does not do their live music justice. Because they're just so fucking good live. That I imagine their recorded music is really good to listen to, but when you're comparing it after you've seen them live, it almost feels empty. Not a lot of bands you could say that about, presence. too. Like, um... No, shockingly, 303, really good live. <laughs> really? Yeah, I always I thought they were going to be absolute garbage because they're, I don't know, they're 303, and then I saw them <laughs> at one of the last Warp Tours before they Burn. like canceled it the first time. And it was actually really good. I was very impressed. Um, oh, God. What's his name? Oh, fuck. Uh, you can do it. God, I really can't because I wrote that whole artist out of my brain after I listened to them. They're terrible live. 21 Pilots? No, they're they're <laughs> good live. I saw them on their tour that made them famous. Oh. Accidentally. Yeah, I, I had been listening to them on their, I think, like, YouTube-released songs and then went to a Panic at the Disco Fallout Boy concert, and they were the opener. And I was like, oh, shit! I'm, like, one of the five people in this audience that actually knows who you are. And then at the end of that tour, they were huge. What the fuck is this dude's name? It's one guy. He became famous... Help me. Around Give me a song. Like 2013. Um, I'm trying to even fucking no, remember. Was, was more famous before that. No, it's kind of like the end of that era. I feel like, why is Neighbor coming into my head? The Weeknd? Ah, yes. You don't like The Weeknd? Yes. He's, okay, when I saw him live, it was awful. Yeah. Granted. This was towards the beginning of his career. So it is possible that it was just shitty sound mixing or a bad time. But when I saw him live, it was not good. Oh, that's unfortunate. Maybe it's different now. Like I know that I know that concerts are a lot different now than they used to be. 
Yeah, well, and I feel like, you know, concerts, because this was very much towards the very beginning of his career, um, right as he was up and coming as a star. So it's highly possible that it's the jitters or you're just not sure how to or like don't have a sound guy that's used to mixing for you. There's a lot of factors that could play into it. But yeah, no, it really turned me off of his live music. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. I get it. Not every band like sounds the same live. There's a couple bands I can't remember where where I I saw them live, and I'm like, this doesn't even sound like the studio album, and that broke a lot of things for me. I know there's a good one that does not sound like their studio albums, and that's Friendship. Not to be confused with Friendship. It's like F R E N. Friendship. And their live music is significantly better than their Spotify music, also. So, is there any music you don't like? Um. I mean, to be honest, I'm really not super into screamo metal. Yeah, I've met I'm quite a few either. people who are, and it's just, I don't know. You know, it one of my favorite like bands, a and a half. one of my favorite bands is My Chemical Romance, and I feel really bad mm-hmm. for them because, <laughs> no, so I liked My Chemical Romance in high school unabashedly. Same. I don't like they're. I think they're great. Um, even before, like I like Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge is a great album, but. I always felt like unfortunate for them because everybody was just kind of disregarded them because they're emo music. But then also the emo community disregarded them as like fake wannabe emo music. Like uh-huh. they were yeah, the no, poser were... music. And I'm sitting here listening yeah. to this and I'm like, this song is fucking beautiful, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, they were definitely one of those um, bands that got disowned by kind of both sides yeah, and un- of the spectrum that they were playing. And it sucks because... Instead of accepted in both halves. Because Gerard Way is fucking hella talented. Uh, Holy shit. Created yeah. Penny Parker of Into the Spider-Verse, by the way. That was his creation. Uh, wrote Hell all of yeah. Umbrella Academy. I know y'all watching that. I still have not watched Umbrella Academy. It's good. Academy. It's good. I know. And every time I start it, I find it interesting. And I don't know what keeps happening. To be fair, I also did that with Attack on Titan. And I'm now very sold on that anime. I... Where I kept starting it. And just for whatever reason, not being able to get into it. Finally committed. And now I'm super I haven't fan. watched since the first final season came out. Yeah, that's because <laughs> I'm like, this is the final <laughs> season. And I watched part of it and then I stopped because I got kidding. busy and then like eight more final yeah, seasons came out. I'm like, well, I'm like not finishing Rolling... this until you yeah. guys are finished. It's kind of like Rolling Stones. This is our last tour. <laughs> this is our last tour. This is our last tour. Hey, this is probably not our last tour, but this is our last tour. Um, As for me, tours later, music I don't like is very specifically like Tennessee Nashville country. The specific um, kind of country pop that I, I feel like it's post 9-11 country music. Oh my God. I love that that's the, the moniker that you went with is post 9-11 Dude, it is music. like 9-11 happened. It's get, a tragedy. And then like all of a sudden, get what everybody mean. got like a fucking boner for patriotism, country music. And it's the worst. Yes. Because I, I was going to say when you asked me what kind of music don't you like, and there was a period of time when I did not like country music. Same. But I really enjoy the more 
folky era country I music. Have. And that's not to say like deep folk yeah. country music or that like pop country music is bad, but the amount of pop overly patriotic country music crap that comes out now compared to um like a more deep rich sound. I think L King who has a much richer voice and does more of that like folky country style. I have a Super yeah, good. I've got a couple of uh, country artists you should listen to. Taylor Swift in her early days. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Chill out. Hey, I had to No, I had to throw in a compliment there. You pissed them off earlier and I'm shocked yes, you haven't been yes, kidnapped fair. yet. I like I like Taylor Swift. No, so I have three go-to countries whenever I'm like thinking whenever I get into the conversation go, of people go that to like countries. go to countries. Go to countries. Denmark, uh, Russia. So, uh my first country Papua New, New Guinea is uh, uh Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. Okay. He's 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 pretty good. Uh listen to Sing Along is is a really good. Who's your next? Paul Coffin? Coffin? Uh the song Coffin, it's like C A U T H E N. Coffin. Uh, his song "Cocaine Country Dancing" is such a funky bop. Can you say the name of the song again? Cocaine Country Dancing. I gotta be honest. A picture <laughs> of this dude. When I first looked up his name, and let me make sure it's the same guy. Before I. Yeah, this picture. Uh, his little artist profile picture on Spotify straight up looks like my friend's husband wearing I, a ridiculous shirt, hat, and glasses I've, I've known, that he would never wear. I've known several people that look like him too. Um, my big country yeah. recommendation, it's rather though, hilarious. which I've been a lot into a lot recently, is uh, Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Are you not into Orville Peck? Orville Peck is a uh, a masked gay South African cowboy. Fantastic. Recommend <laughs> me a song. Um, I'm already sold. See the boys as they walk on by. I forget what the name of that song is. I think it's just the boys. But Daytona Sand is my favorite song of his. Like I listen to it and I'm and I feel it feels like a an early killers song. That's fucking fantastic. He he's great. He's he's masked. He's got like this fringe mask, so it's it's got like the it looks like the Oh beads. yeah, no, I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's fucking exceptional. Yeah. He, I love that he's wearing a whole gold outfit. Too. Yeah, he's That's from phenomenal. South he's from South Africa. I think he moved to Canada, but he like he just loved country music so bad and and he's like, I don't care that I'm not American and I'm gay. I'm making country music, fuck you. And it's fuck some yeah. of the best country music I've ever heard. That's some good shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, more, one, one more recommendation that's not country. Um, Matt, Mr. Magical Mixture by Slow Cats. It's the only song they've ever Mr. done, but Magical it's a re- it's a really good song. Burning House by Cam is a good country song. Ooh. If I'm recalling the correct song. I'm pretty sure I am. What was the one that you just listed? Sorry, I didn't type it fast enough. Uh, 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 Mr. Magical Mixture by Slow Cats. It's the only song they've done. It might not even be on Spotify. Uh no, it is. The fucking photo, dude. For this you need to watch the music video. Hilarious. You need to watch the actual music video. Please, please. It's after a... this, watch the music video and then text me your thoughts. At listener, just for you, it is picture Shrek the ogre, but his head is a lemon. It's a, it is a lime. A it is a fucking Sorry. lime. Sorry, it's a, a fucking lime. lime. My apologies. My apologies. No, you don't lime. understand. It is important to know that it is a lime because lemons do play a part in the music video. Oh, God, it's an integral piece of information that it is a lime. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. 
Um, any other last last minute artists who don't you don't think have enough um, cred? Um, yeah. Okay, so this is a song that Juliana showed to me that is easily, I think, one of like my favorite songs I've ever heard. It's called "Bury Me" by Duendita. It's spelled D-U-E-N-D-I-T-A. That I think that familiar. song is epically gorgeous. I'll look it up, but like I, I that that does, that sounds really familiar to me. "Bury Me." Yeah, it's a gorgeous song. Artist that I think. Well, I mean, five years ago, I would have said Dochi, but she's she's starting to get a lot of fame now. Oh, I'm going to throw one. So I mean, still Queen uh, Herbie. Listen to Queen Herbie. She's great. She's still underground. I'm going to throw one because I went and finally got to see him live. Um, this is one that I found a couple years ago, and it was he posted a video that was it had a bunch of text on it that was talking about him quitting his job at Trader Joe's to follow his dreams. And there's this song playing in the background and the song's like really good. So the whole time I'm sitting there like, I got to figure out what the fuck this song is. And he gets to the end of the video and it's his song that was playing over the video. <laughs> um, so I started following him on Spotify and Instagram. And then he came to Seattle recently. And so I got to see him live and he does an exceptional job live. Like he has incredible stage presence. Um, but his name's Taunted. It's T-A-W-N-T-E-D. Taunted. I like that. Taunted. But, um, his lyrics are really good. Um, the music behind him is pretty good. And then he just has a really good style when he's on stage too. All right. I have, I have one, one last one and then we can, we can finish up. Um. Okay, good. I was done talking to you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, (laughs) uh, let's eat grandma. Where's the comma? There isn't one. That's the joke. Um, let's eat Fantastic. grandma. They did the song uh, "I Want to Stay at Your House" in Cyberpunk, the big song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, specifically, the song that I've been listening to a lot is uh, "Falling Into Me." Is a really good song. Okay. Hell yeah, I like the album cover style. Oh yeah, it's 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 kind of like a colorful, splashy thingy. Yeah, it's really pretty. All right, let's call it because we've just been yelling yeah you're right just been yelling song names at each other for like an hour (laughs) i don't i don't get a lot of times in my adulthood to like gush about music gush about music and it's one of my favorite fucking things i agree it's such a fun thing to have a conversation about yes Thanks for listening. It's time for us to go eat grandma. So we're going to head out. Um, If you liked what you heard or you just fucking hate us, please like and subscribe on whatever your most favorite is podcasting place is. Um, If you want us to talk about a thing or want to send us song recommendations, especially if you want to send us song recommendations, please email us at whatpa at gmail.com. That is W-H-T-P-A-H at gmail.com. I have been mostly off-brand Rachel because I'm sick. I have been off-brand Gamage. Uh, we also have an Instagram now, so like and follow that. I don't know how Instagram works. Is it follows? Follow? You follow yeah. on Instagram? Yeah, it's follows. Follows and likes are cool. I don't um, know what the Instagram is. I'm too old. I'm, I'm going to start posting when we talk about visual mediums like medieval paintings of dogs <laughs> and um, gay cowboys with fringe masks. And we I'm going to post my pictures. butthole on it. Gamage is going to post his prettiest and only butthole. Yes. Well, I've I've um, got two, but I'll I will do yeah, the prettier one. Yeah, but yeah, the other one 
is just really unsightly. And it's in a weird place. It's too bad. Everybody has to see it. Anyway, spin that wheel. (laughs) Um, I gotta find the wheel. Oh my god. This isn't Halloween. I swear it wasn't stolen. I just wasn't prepared. Alright. We're spinning that wheel. It's... Alright, and next week we're doing In Real Life as our topic. Next week we're talking about Earl. The universe said... Yeah. Listen to the new respects. They're really good. Sick shit. Don't eat your grandma. Listen to the new respect. Also, Jungle. I mean, there's a lot of bands that are famous that probably don't need more recognition, but you should still listen to them. And Welcome to the Jungle is a good classic. uh, Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, we got fun and games. No. We got everything you want. Not fucking... (laughs) Well, (laughs) goodbye. I'm leaving now. I'm done with this. Goodbye. We love you. Thank you for listening. See you next time.